This is Backspace podcast number 44, the story behind the core series of fantasy novels. Last month, my three grandkids asked us to watch a documentary on the making of the Star Wars movies, and in that documentary, director George Lucas spoke of how he based Star Wars on the ideas in Joseph Campbell's 1949 book, The Hero with a Thousand Faces. It played such an important role in the development of his Star Wars script that later editions of Campbell's book even incorporated Luke Skywalker onto the front cover. In that book, Campbell compiled myths from all over the world to delineate the common threads found in stories from various cultures. Basically, a hero sets off from home on a journey where they overcome obstacles and defeat enemies in order to return home with either a great prize or a new status in their community. It's a global tale, many thousands of years old, showing up in stories ranging from Homer's The Odyssey to J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter series. That documentary and the long lineups outside the theaters brought back many memories of attending that first movie when I was in grade 10, then later meeting my wife on graduation night in 1979, and then going to the sequels together. Later, we would introduce our children to many great hero stories, and they in turn to our grandchildren, who would take it up a notch and become super fans of the whole Star Wars franchise. Now we learn there's an official canon of approved stories, and then all the marketing and books and action figures and Lego and props to go along with it. Another great hero story is the Lord of the Rings series, and this past week, my daughter and I have been working our way through all of the three extended moving versions of the Lord of the Rings. Before starting The Lord of the Rings, we tried to watch the first movies that were based on The Hobbit, but I had to shut them off. I couldn't get past how much my beloved story was stretched and extended in order to turn that short book, with only 20% of the word count of The Lord of the Rings, into another three long movies. For me, it was too much of a departure from the story I was read back in grade four. I've since been informed that it is possible to find a fan edit of the extended Hobbit movies that has been reduced down to a single two-and-a-half-hour movie. I understand that the reduced version more closely resembles the original book, and I plan on trying that out to see if I can find it more palatable. It's fascinating that when it comes down to it, the loyal disciples, the superfans of that hero's myth, still get the last say in what is acceptable and what belongs in the official stories. As I watched the Lord of the Rings movies, I was reminded how much of an influence Tolkien's story had on so many other fantasy stories, and indeed on my own writing, often without my even realizing it. It appears that Joseph Campbell's theory that these stories just keep bubbling up around the world holds true. Last night, as I watched Galadriel give the crystal vial filled with that glowing water from her fountain to Sam Gamgee, I thought of my own scene in Medallion where a tall, light-haired man named Kale reveals a pouch with a potion inside and the glowing letters in it completely restore Sarek, but then is stolen by Teak and passed along to Corvin. It seems that a powerful item coming into possession of a hero is another common thread in our shared mythology. As I continue to write the final book in the series, The Scepter, I hope you will find both familiar touchstones in that shared mythology, but also some unique twists that may prove to be a fresh take on those long-standing stories that we all love so much. This has been the Core Series Backspace Podcast number 44. Thanks for listening.